You're listening to the Laura the Library Lady podcast, presented by the Maslin Public Library. Hi, it's Laura the Library Lady here at the Maslin Public Library in our basement studio of the Duncan House with local author Dr. Terrell Woodson. Welcome, Dr. Woodson. Thank you guys for having me. Well, as a local author in our Maslin area, can you talk about your background? And I know what you're going to say about where you're from. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So I was born and raised here at Maslin. Um, I went to Washington High School. I graduated in 2009. So I am a Tiger fan. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so what made you get your start in writing? You know, I've always wanted to write. Um, I just couldn't find the genre of where I wanted to go in. Mm-hmm. And then um, after having kids, I have three beautiful daughters. And I realized, I said, you know what? I said, I want to go into writing children books. And what better way to start off with writing a story about my three um, daughters, so becoming sisters. Wonderful. And that's the title of your book here, a lovely picture book called Sisters, and um, illustrated by Deborah. Is this Deborah? Yes. Saha? And is that someone also local, or was that someone that the editor found you? Overseas. I actually found this illustrator overseas. Oh. Yes. Very interesting. So are these um, computer-generated illustrations, do you know? We have this book in our library here at Maslin, so people can check it out. I am not sure. I've asked you a question that that stumped you. I'm sorry. So that right there is actually a good (laughs) question. All I know that he is very talented. Okay. Yes. Well, it's a lovely book, and as I say, we do have it in our library here. So um, I wanted to ask you also about some more of your background as to, I believe you're in education. Yes, yes. So I've been in education for a little over six years. I am an elementary teacher. I teach fourth grade. This is my second year teaching fourth grade. And those kids are pleasurable, I think, in the classroom because they can kind of do things for themselves. They're not babies. They are able to fend for themselves a little bit. You can kind of give them maybe a little bit of independence. Oh, absolutely. So having fourth grade students, they are right at the perfect age that, you know, you don't have to baby them as Mm -hmm. much. Um, You know, you can kind of joke with them, play with them, talk, you know, with them. And also you don't have to spoon feed them through every (laughs) step of the lesson. So you can kind of like, you know, model the steps and then you can send them on the way for independent work. So that right there works out well for me. So it's a perfect group to teach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would think since they understand things more, um, they're used to, you know, education, school, learning things and listening to you hopefully so that does oh seem, absolutely oh yeah like my, you know my students are very great listeners um classroom management is perfect and to be honest with you uh, i have a good group of students this year 
That's always nice. It is always nice. Unfortunately, I'm not going to get it every year. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that funny? Yeah, sometimes Uh, their personalities just don't. Yes, yes. So it's different every year, believe it or not. So I'm I'm just hoping that I get another group of uh, well behaved students. Um, But unfortunately, (laughs) like I said, so every year is always different. But this year is most definitely enjoyable as of right now. Sure, and you can have a really great effect on them that way. And and on those students that are more, you know, toward the other end of the uh, maybe poor behavior, I'm sure you have a good effect on them, but uh, probably a little bit easier. Yes, it way. is. And, you know, and also not only that, you know, just um, showing them what else I do. Um, they all know that I am an author. So um, I've read my book to them and just showing them um, just different um avenues in life of Mm -hmm. what they can do and what they can become so that right there kind of helped them stay on track is because that every day or if not a couple times during the week i try to remind them keep in mind guys remember of who you want to become in the future you know Mm -hmm. you can become the next author and things like that and you actually you know it it feels really good to hear some of my students say like oh my like i have a teacher who's an author and you know i want to be an author and so that it brings joy Mm -hmm. to you yeah and gets them interested in books and reading and writing and all of those important things whether they become an author like you or not um, still benefits them. Yes, and it does. And then, you know, they can, um, you know, show the books to their friends and then you can kind of get them engaged in reading, um, right. you know, by them knowing that your teacher is an author. So again, just like you said, it can kind of get them into that reading um, area. So yeah, just make it a little bit more mm-hmm. exciting. So um, obviously you said you've modeled your characters after your daughters. Did you find that um, kind of therapeutic in a way? Did you model the parents in the book uh, after yourself and your wife? You know, I did not model <laughs> the characters um, like my family. However, uh, it is ideal. But uh, no, I did not. So pretty much I just wanted to bring something different. Like I knew what I wanted to go oh, uh-huh. for. Um, so if you look in the book, um, you notice that my characters are African-American characters, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I just kind of wanted to bring something different to the generation in that, you know, just other, you know, African-American, um, kids can kind of see themselves in books in this sure. generation. However, my book is for everyone, mm-hmm. you know, but still, but, you know, I, I just wanted to bring something different and that's kind of what I am le- leaning towards uh-huh. with my character so I, th- I just think it's very important in today's time and age that you know uh, a change you know starts within you know um, someone local you know someone mm-hmm. um, that is willing to bring that change and honestly to just you know get kids into the um, in- excitement to read and so there's no better way to kind of like create you know characters that people can kind of like relate to mm-hmm. sure well are you going to read us a little part of your book uh and i know it's a picture book we can't show that on the podcast but um get the gist of it from the, yes the text. absolutely yes here we go with sisters all right you want me to read all of it or just some i think you can read all of it all righty so here we go so sisters Good morning, Zarya and Zalea, said Dad. Today is the big day. Today your mother and I will find out the gender of the baby. Yay, exclaimed Zarya. 
Oh no, what if it's another girl, cried Zarya. Then that would make three princesses, said Dad. Yeah, it would be three of us taking over the world, said Zalea. Hey, my little bean, there is nothing to worry about. Daddy will still love you the same, assured Dad while tickling Zarya. Well, well, what if I don't know how to be a big sister, asked Zarya. Listen, little bean, the same way you and Sissy play, nitpick, cry, and protect each other, it'll be the same with the new baby. Sissy, having a baby sister would be magical, said Zalea. We could play dress up, show her all the fantastic baby dolls in our big dollhouse, and once she's older, she can play dress up with us. Although, dressing up a baby boy would be hilarious, continued <laughs> Zalea. Well, that does sound fun, but no way a baby boy is a must. Let's go, shouted Dad. Alrighty, princesses, it's time. Today is the big day, said Mom. Hello, Woodson family. Are we excited to find out if we are having a baby boy or girl? Asked Dr. Scott. What are we hoping for? Mom and Dad stood there anxiously, patiently waiting for a response. Baby sissy, baby sissy, baby sissy, shouted Zalea. Zarya stood there quietly with her hands covering her eyes. She peeked through her little fingers. Here we go, kiddos. And, and it's a girl. Congratulations, shouted Dr. Scott. Hooray, cheered Zalea. Oh no, I'm never going to learn how to be a big sister, cried Zarya. Of course you are, honey. Before you know it, the baby will be like your very own life baby doll, said mom. It'll be a matter of time for you and your sister to adjust to having a baby sister, explained Dad. Sissy, remember, girls rule the world, shouted Zalea. I got it, shouted Zarya. How about a Sissy 101 guidebook? <laughs> a Sissy 101 guidebook, asked Zalea. That's right, a guidebook on being the best sissy ever. I need to find one, proclaimed Zarya. But first, we must list what makes the perfect big sisters, said Zarya and Zalea as they thought about it. Hmm. Well, let's see. Princesses, tea parties, dress ups, and princesses, laughed Zalea. Zarya and Zalea searched the home library for the perfect Sissy 101 guidebooks. They searched and searched all night until one particular book stood out. I got it. A book about princesses. How about Princess 101? A true princess can never have enough training, says Zalea with a smile. True, but we should keep looking for a Sissy 101 guide. Sissy, let's keep looking, says Zarya. As bedtime approached, Zalea and Zarya continued to search. Okay, what do we have here? Baby's first words, ABCs, my first bath. Zarya was tossing books back and forth. The light flicked on and both girls looked up in shock. Their mom was standing in the doorway. Okay, my little pumpkins, 
We should get to bed and revisit this in the morning, said mom. But mom, time is running out. I must learn how to be the best sissy, cried Zarya. Yes, honey, but we must get some rest. And besides, becoming the best sissy isn't something you learn in a guidebook. It's already within you and your sister, said mom with a smile. As mom tucked Zarya and Zalea into bed, dad had a great idea. How about you and Zalea pick the baby's name, asked dad. Me and Sissy pick the baby's name. Zarya repeated, smiling. That's right, little bean. You and Ladybug get to choose the baby's name. But remember, we have two weeks before the baby, your baby sister is here, explained dad. Zalea, come quick. We get to come up with our baby sister's name, said Zarya excitedly. Hmm, I got it. How about Casey? Shouted Zalea. Casey? Mm, not quite, replied Zarya. Well, how about you two sleep on it and let mom and I know tomorrow morning during breakfast? Said dad. The next morning, the Woodson family gather around the breakfast table. I got it. Zahara. Zalea exclaimed, jumping with excitement. Zarya tossed her spoon up in the air. That's it, sissy. Zarya it is. We will be the three Z's, shouted Zarya excitedly. Oh, I can't wait to meet my baby sister, said Zarya as she hugged dad. We're going to be protective big sisters, shouted Zarya and Zalea in unison. Two weeks went by. Oh dear, I think it's time, shouted mom. The Woodsons gathered their things and drove to Central Hospital. Dr. Scott, it's time, shouted dad. Come this way, said Dr. Scott. The girls waited with anticipation until it was finally time to meet their new baby sister. Zari and Zalea, there's someone who wants to meet you, said Dr. Scott. Dr. Scott led the girls to the room. And there she was, their new little sister. As Zarya and Zalea smiled, we are your big sisters, Zarya and Zalea. And your name is Zahara. We are now the three Z's and we will be the best big sisters. We love you, shouted Zarya and Zalea as baby Zahara smiled. That's adorable. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So, yeah. So, again, um, I do just want to be clear that um, this book is for any siblings that mm -hmm. who is scared to become big brothers, big sisters. Sure. And um, it, it, so pretty much it is letting them know it is okay to not understand of how to be a big brother or a big sister. Right. And it's okay to try to search for the answers. And if you don't have it, it will just come naturally to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, again, um, Sisters is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Walmart.com. And wow. it Yes. And it is for all age group groups. It is for anyone, all family types. It's adorable. Thank <laughs> you so it. much. And Thank I you. love the home library being included in there yes. as well. You know, yes. that they're looking through all of their books at home because that's, of course, what we like to see at the library, that kids have their own books too. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So 
It's about the twins, my because I have twins, and Hi. um, so they were. Um, well, one was scared about becoming a big sister, and the other one was very excited. Just like know, in yeah, the book. Ju- ju- just like in the book <laughs> and things. And so, um, and it's okay for for that to happen. Right. Yeah. They have to have their feelings too. So. It, exactly. Exactly. So yeah. the feelings really showed in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you have any other projects in the works right now? As far as other books or stories you've had in the back of your mind? Oh, absolutely. I'm actually um, working on my second book. Uh Actually, it is actually done. But this book will not be released until like spring of 2024. Okay. So it is in the works. That's good. All right. So uh, do you have any problems with writer's block? I always like to ask everybody about that because I think that's something that um, folks out there always want to know about. You know, how do you deal with the times when maybe the words aren't coming? Does that ever happen to you? Oh, absolutely. Actually, um, it happened with the with my current book that I'm working on, my my second book Uh that I'm currently working on. Um, I have come to a writer's block um, many times (laughs) when creating this story um, because, again, you know, I want to reach all audience. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, you know, listen to the um, viewers, the ones that who purchased the book and who left reviews and who who actually sent me private messages and things like that. So So you might be getting some suggestions from people out there on book number one yes. and you're going to take those to heart for oh, book a- two. oh absolutely absolutely you know my audience um are very important they um honestly mean so much to me sure. so um i am honestly doing this for all the kids around mm-hmm. um and also the families so yes yeah, so i took everything into consideration and um i am now creating my second book um it is going to tell another story about the girls okay. um but it's going to be more like a rhyming um, uh, rhythm book, but still, yes, but still have like a um, good storyline in it that can still make kids, you know, laugh about what's happening in this book. Okay. So I, I am truly excited um, about this craft and project that I'm working on. And we like the rhyming ones for story time here. Oh, awesome. <laughs> well, I, I keep that in mind. Absolutely. Those are always popular because that just makes the kids all, you know, want to bounce and um, take part in the story kind of. So I, I think the picture books with rhymes are always really popular. And they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and that's what I have noticed. And, you know, the funny thing is that whenever you're um, writing, you know, you take as an author, I don't know, maybe this is just for me, but I'm pretty sure this is probably um, other authors probably have the same um, thought process. But I actually took uh, the things that I felt like I could have done differently in oh. this book, and I'm actually applying it to my second book. So learning by doing. Yes. You're yeah, mm-hmm. more yes. experienced with so, your next yeah. book. That's so, I am um, giving my own self some positive criticism feedback (laughs) (laughs) in my own work, so which helps because I'm like, oh, okay, ooh, okay, maybe I should add that in the next book. Oh, I shouldn't have done this, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. That's great. So if you encounter some writer's block, do you have any techniques that you, um, you know, try to do to get rid of that? Do you have anything in particular? Yes, I do. I um, close my laptop. I get up and I probably go for like a 20 minute walk, mm-hmm. drink me some stress therapy tea, 
<laughs> so, so yeah, whatever kind of uh, tea there is that's, I'm trying to think of the not sleepy time, <laughs> not sleepy time tea. Um, I know there are certain the, the, ones it's that the, It's can... the stress therapy tea. That's a good idea. Yes. Yeah, so I actually um, drink that. And so this is not a public endorsement of any type of tea. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. No, but these are the things that I do to kind of like sure. regain um, my focus back to um, come back to writing. And um, believe it or not, though, um, on the bright side of all this, though, um, when I do come back to the writing part after having a writer a writer's block, I actually reread the story over and over, and then I'm oh. like, okay, that's that's a better flow after that, and then I just get the going and going and going, and I stop, then I go all the way back up to the top, and um, I just reread it again, and then kind of, I, I, so pretty much I can kind of like find my next ideas mm -hmm. on like rereading the story yeah and then what makes sense flow. of what comes next yeah and i think i've uh, heard of that with people who are trying to write maybe a sequel to a famous book um i think gone with the wind maybe was the one i was thinking of that she read gone with the wind you know like three times in a row so she was kind of getting the flow of that and you know writing a sequel that was going to be similar but better <laughs> yes. and get that flow mm. going in there so yeah i mean sometimes that helps too sometimes you can um, read other books and kind of um see where you uh, want to go just mm -hmm. by looking at other books yeah so that right there helps as well all right so um you mentioned uh where your books can be found on amazon barnes and noble and walmart do you have a website or a facebook page you want to share with us so i do have a facebook page um it is actually well i'm going to tell everybody how to spell your name because that oh. might be an important thing yes it is it's t-i-r-r-e-l-l -L, and last name is woodson w-o-o-d-s-o-n so that's how you spell dr woodson's name Yes. So actually, um, I did change my name on Facebook. So it is actually Dr. Rel Lamar. So um, D-R-R-E-L-L -L Lamar L-A-M-A-R. So after I spelled all that, now you I'm, have a famous so pen sorry. name on Facebook. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have to look that one up. So right yes, now. and a website is coming soon. Okay. It is. So the website is in the works. Well, you're going to be here at our author fair in November. We have those twice a year, so uh, people can look forward to meeting you there and otherwise find you online. I want to thank you so much for coming in and for donating your book to the Children's Department of the Library. So nice to have you here today. Absolutely. Thank you. It was a pleasure of being here. Thank you so much you're for welcome. having me. My pleasure. Hey everyone, this is Jeff, and I hope you enjoyed listening to the Lore the Library Lady podcast. Join us for the local author book fair on Saturday, November 11th, 2023, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. This event is open to all and is held twice a year in both March and November. Browse, purchase books, meet, and network with local authors. Visit masslandlibrary.org for more information. Hope to see you there.